Now then, welcome back to Rare Eddie One Talks podcast. I'm your host, Rare Eddie One, and welcome. In tonight's fun Phil show, we are talking about Project Montauk or Montauk Project. This is episode 28. Is it a government cover-up yet again, or is it a twisted story? Well, at least it spawned the hit TV show on Netflix, Stranger Things, and... Seasons one to four, two and three a bit, the, the lesser seasons, uh, but they are good. They are good. I enjoyed them. Um, but yes, this did spawn the show Stranger Things. Um, is it a cover-up? Is it? Is it a just a made-up fictional story? Let's find out together. But before we kick off tonight's show... Viewer discretion is advised. It is advised because... We do go down a dark pathway on tonight's journey. If you are new here, welcome and thank you. I normally do have a drink um, tonight. It's Copperberg Strawberry and Lime. It is delicious. If I see this, I have it. Delicious. Um, but if you are new here, if you could do me the favour of hitting that follow button and possibly leaving me a review, that really helps. Um, I do film these and I do put them up on YouTube and Rumble. So if you are interested to see what what this face looks like, what what this beautiful voice comes out of, go over there, check me out, hit that subscribe button and hit that like button as many times as you want. But let's get on with tonight's show, Project Montauk allegedly conducted on the east end of long island during the cold war project montauk was a secret military experiment to develop psychological warfare with abducted children unfortunately yes we do talk about some abducted not some a lot of abducted children some of the the government may or may not have done some horrible things so we do talk about abducted children at some when we when we start to wander down this path. So let me continue with my notes. The Montauk Project is a lesser-known conspiracy theory that involves time travel, teleportation, and mind control. People. Now, if you, for you that aren't new here, you know I like to give my thoughts here there and everywhere as much as i please i try i will try and do better and try and do it towards the end of a show but i do you know my mind doesn't work as well as other people's minds and i do go off on tangents um but if you are new here i hope that doesn't um spoil your experience of this show um i I will try not to um, break out into thought. Um, I will try and go through the, my notes and some of the um, information I've got, and uh, will I'll try my thoughts at the end. I will try. I'm ho- only human, so I will. My as I am just showing you guys now, I will go off on a tangent. But anyway, let's continue on the path of the strange, weird, damn right scary. Um, It also features contact with aliens. Maybe not, maybe not. And the staging of the Apollo moon landings. Ah, Now, 
I pull that in there. I did put that in there because I see a lot of that everywhere I go, but it's hard to come across that sort of stuff. Despite inspiring the popular Netflix... Uh, go on, I, I, I've gone off on a tangent yet again. Um, but anyway, uh, despite inspiring the popular Netflix series, series um, Stranger Things, very few people have heard of the, heard of the story claims that shadowy elements of the US military very few people have heard of the story that inspired despite inspiring the popular Netflix series Stranger Things few people have not really heard of um, Project Montauk uh, the story claims that shadowy elements of the US military turned two military installations on the, the far reaches of Lang Long Island into a hub of illicit research into the paranormal despite its wild and intriguing content. content why has the Montauk project remained largely overlooked? Again, I'm going to leave my thoughts to the end. I had a thought there. It's, I will get into because I probably will forget it. It's largely overlooked because as we go through this story, we talk about time travel, we talk about teleportation, we talk, it gets so convoluted. It's hard to keep up with. And, you know, at best, it's a good story. At worst, it's an out and out lie. Although Project Midnight Climax last week's episode hundred percent real. So who knows? This could be a hundred percent real. I, te I tend not to believe that. But only time will tell. It is possible that the story of Montauk Project I wanna keep calling it MK Ultra. Montauk Project is not credible as it originated from unreliable sources, even by conspiracy theory standards, yes. However, if we assume that the Montauk Project is fiction, the fact that the Central Intelligence Agency has a documented history of carrying out disturbing experiments like the ones allegedly conducted at Montauk, like you, you got your likes of your MK Ultra, you got your the likes of um, Operation Midnight Climax. You, there's other projects as well that have been proven to be real. Conspiracy theories for for a long time, but then they they come out and no, they're, they're actually real. And so yeah, it's not this story is seeing what that the, the US government have done you like it does sort of yeah it could be real again I don't think it is but you know with what the government that are slash the CIA have done you wouldn't put it past them um but um let me continue makes this theory intriguing for a small group of people who know about it considering the success of stranger things Montauk project time in the spotlight might finally just be around the corner yes the producers at strange things actually wanted to call it montauk 
um, or base it in Montauk itself, but yeah, lawyers and you know, um, other stuff like that had, had got in the way. So it's Hawkins, and I think it's it's a better story for it. Yeah, the bizarre origins of the Montauk project story in 1992 so this is this comes from uh, preston b nichols published his book titled the montauk project elements in time which gained popularity and spread the montauk project narrative rumors have been circulating since the mid 80s about the american military conducting psychological warfare experiments on the eastern end of long island nichols uh, nicholas's book added more fuel to the already existing fire cheers to all you guys out there who are drinking along with me and cheers to you hard-working folk out there who are maybe having a hard-working glass of water I don't know if I said that at the start, um, but I wanted to quickly put, put that in there while I just took a sip of my drink. So, Project Montauk is is both a camp. So, the Montauk is now, of the military base is now Camp Hero, and the Montauk Air Force Station were believed to be the hubs of the paranormal research. After the Army transferred part of the Camp Hero to the Air Force after World War II, it continued to be used for the project. Nichols, Nichols claimed that he wrote the book after recovering memories of his time as a research for the project. He then proceeds to provide an account detailing the facility's interior its procedures advanced technologies and numerous paranormal incidents he claims to have witnessed after the book was published more people started to come forward ah yeah so after the book was published and i believe i've not written this down but i believe his book at the start of his book is saying this is a non-fiction this is based on true events I'm, I'm this is from memory um so i'm not getting it 100 right but it also says if the reader pleases they can read it as a, a fiction book so is getting it both down so it's a, a fiction but it could also be a non-fiction now what are your thoughts on that so people started to come forward to say that they were also aware of the illicit research that was conducted by the montauk project this began the process of circular circular reinforcement which is the essential mechanism of the conspiracy theory nicholas's book makes several claims which include experiments in mind control telepathy opening space-time portals to other dim dimensions contact with alien life and the abduction of runaway children all of these claims were made under the authority of the u.s military program that was uh, financed by Nazi gold recovered during World War II. 
with so many claims to consider untangling it all is a significant undertaking however at least we know where to start yes you can't just kick off this uh, montauk project without talking about the philadelphia experiment i will only touch on this i will do a separate case on the philadelphia experiment maybe next week maybe the week after uh, but the philadelphia experiment is a well-known conspiracy theory theory surrounding the philadelphia experiment of 1943 and it intersects with the story of montauk project according to the theory the u.s military was attempting to find a way to bypass nazi radar during world war ii by using electromagnetic fields it's it is believed that they succeeded in developing a technique that made the uss elderidge stationed at a naval naval shipyard in philadelphia invisible both to radar and the naked eye the ship was then supposedly transported through a hole in space-time to norfolk virginia which is more than 200 miles away upon the elderidge's reappearance at the philadelphia shipyard several minutes later the crew members had been fused into the bulkheads of the ship rematerialized inside out those who survived were disorientation they experienced while the ship was in hyperspace bubble that existed outside of space-time itself it, it is it is believed that some uh, some it was a skeleton crew but it was believed that some members were on, running around on fire um some refused into bulkheads some refused uh walking looked like they were walking through a doorway but there was no doorway so they were half halfway in in the metal of the ship and some just were inside out um the story of Philadelphia Experiment, which claims that the US Navy ship was made invisible and teleported during World War II, is not true. Almost all of the key details in the story can be disproved through obvious chronological inconsistencies or violations of the established laws of physics. Additionally, different versions of the story exist and people who actually served on the Elderidge in 1943, despite the story entirely, di dispute the story entirely. Despite these facts, the conspiracy theory has been around for decades and even helped give rise to the Montauk Project story. Yes, that is a that's a, a strange story a couple of people who because um, the Philadelphia experiment is an 80s film as well so the tale of two portals from Montauk project to the Philadelphia experiment one in the 80s and one in the 40s oh dear here we go in 1984 a B movie was produced about the Philadelphia Experiment titled The Philadelphia Experiment despite being uh, forgettable it 
caught the attention of Al Bielik, a 57-year-old man who claimed to have been or who claimed to have experienced a strong sense of deja vu when watching the movie in 1988. He, so he didn't even, he, he had to wait four years. Oh, so <laughs> there's so, there's so many holes in this story. So many holes. Belik or Belik? I think it's Bellic. Uh, Bellic believed that with the help of alternative theory, therapies, sorry, and practices, he could uncover repressed memories about his role in not only the Philadelphia experiment, but also a project known as the M uh, Montauk Project. According to him, these two projects were interconnected. Bielik further suggested that the memories had been erased by the CIA's MK Ultra techniques to keep the program's details secret. How convenient. How convenient indeed. He claimed that the, his real name was Edward Cameron. So he claims he was Edward Cameron from 1943, but in 1980 he is Al Bielik. And that he's, along with his brother, he has a brother, Duncan Cameron, was a crew member. So these two, these two brothers were crew members on the Elderidge in on during the um, Philadelphia exper uh, experiment. They were both in their 20s. In 1990, Bielik re-encountered the events of the Philadelphia Experiment to an audience at the Mutual UFO Network Conference. He claimed that not only was the experiment real, but that he and his brother were actually on board the ship when it occurred. According to Bielik, the equipment he used to create experiment to create the experiment was engineered by none other than the great Nikola Tesla himself. The experiment apparently caused the Elderidge to break out of space-time and even develop or open up a wormhole to the future. This re results the Bielik brothers being transported to the middle of Montauk's Camp Hero in August 12th, 1983. So, it is said that Nikola Tesla has some involvement in the Philadelphia experiment, but because pro uh, the Manhattan Project was more important, or he got taken off to do something else, and I'm forgetting the guy who, who replaced him. I think it's uh, Von... It's Vernon Von something. It's not Vernon Von Brown. It, I can't quite remember his name off the top of my head. Um, I forget to put that one in my notes. Uh, and then my page has just done something to me. Bielik's story can be somewhat complex, but the main idea is that he and his brother became involved with the Montauk project, which he had originated from the electromagnetic research of the Philadelphia experiment, according to Bielik. 
He and Nicholas became friends in the 70s and together they created the Montauk Chair, a device capable of reading minds. The invention played a central role in the project and provided insights into specific and provided insights to into the specific of the supposed research this invention played a central role in the project and provided insights into the specifics of their supposed research psychic espionage portals through time and space and the montauk chair in his book preston nichols claimed to have worked on the montauk chair which was alleged capable of enhancing the psychic powers of whoever sat in it using electro electromagnetic duncan cameron who coincidentally had significant psychic abilities was able to manifest objects with his mind using the device if you're a fan of stranger things this may sound familiar as a similar device is used by the character 11 played by millie bobby brown to open up a port portal to an alternative uh, dimension called the upside down in the in the montauk project cameron and other researchers used the montauk chair to open portals through space time nichols described an experiment in his book that bears a striking resemblance to remote viewing a paranormal phenomenon that was actually studied by the cia and was also featured in stranger things so one of the first experiments where duncan seeing a object in his mind and making it appear in person making it able to appear in another room or or in the room he was in so for an example an apple or baseball he pictured the baseball or an apple and it appeared in the room it or in a separate room so another one of the experiments was called the seeing eye with a lock of a person's hair in duncan's hands and with duncan focusing hard on this uh, lock of hair and focusing um um, able to focus his mind on the person as well he was able to see through their eyes hear through their ears feel their body anywhere on the planet anywhere on the planet i don't think that was in stranger things let me know if i'm wrong but he could he could do that apparently if he had like a, a person's something from a person so a lock of the hair maybe maybe a watch maybe maybe um maybe a necklace as well but he was able to see through their eyes um and is that i would love that to be true but i don't think it is um but anyway let's continue but more so than remote viewing or any other claims nichols make about one of the abduction abduction of the young children some no older than four trigger warnings trigger warnings viewer discretion is advised 
To use the subjects as the Montauk project, various experiments is surely the most shocking. Nichols referred to these underaged abductees as the Montauk boys. Start to sound like the church. Um, and said that they were snatched off the streets or even taken from their homes, according to Nichols. So, these children were taken from their homes and their parents were brainwashed um, to to not worry about these, these kids. It's even stranger than that, folks. Even stranger than that. According to Nichols, these children were psychologically broken down by the Montauk Project most would forget all about their time at Camp Hero for the rest of their lives and the stories of the Montauk boys only became more intriguing when some uh, someone started coming forward to confirm them. At least one of the man's claimed to similarly recover his traumatic memories of the Montauk project just as Al Bielik um, so Al Bielik got his memories back when he watched that um, Philadelphia Experiment film and Preston Nicholson had, he was sort of living a double life. Um, he went to work one day and he just having a normal day and the next thing he looks down and his hand's cut, he's got a bandage over it, he's like, what the hell's going on? Um, people were talking to him who, who he would, who didn't know who they were, but they were talking to him like they knew him. He was getting, he was getting contacted by people he had no idea worked at his at his place. Um, he then decided to wander down to the basement of his facility where he worked. He was an electrical engineer. Um, I can't quite think of the the place he was working. Um, but he went down to the basement and the basement was heavily secured uh, with security guards and the security guard passed uh, Nicholson a a pass and said welcome back um, Preston and so and there from, there from out he knew he was living a double life how convenient anyway Stuart Sardwell Swerdlow Sardwell a 52-year-old man living in Michigan told The Sun in 2017 that he was one of the Montauk boys. Nichols described and uh, that Nichols described and that he and others like him were subject to horrific abuse when the experiment started they targeted uh, extendable boys, expendable boys, sorry, like orphans, runaways and children of drug drug addicts the kind of kids no one really would come looking for or care about um, the aim was to fracture your mind so they the aim of the military was to break these boys break their mind break their spirit so they would just become drones become NPCs we see that quite a lot on the left um, <laughs> sorry um the aim was to fracture their minds so they could program you. They would change the temperature from very hot to very cold, starve you, then overfeed you, 
Uh, they were beaten with a wooden paddle. They were waterboarded. They were sexually abused. Um, it, it's horrible. And it is said that Nichols did take advantage of these young men um, who came who came um, um, who said they got their memories back and they came for answers and they, they went to Nichols and it was claimed that he taken he took advantage of these poor young men um, and and they love to hold your head underwater until you nearly drowned. It makes a person likely to listen and obey their rescuer. They also used LSD to put our brains into a altered state. Sirdlow added that he also observed project staffers sexually abusing the children in order to break them down. Sirdlow even alleged that he and other Montauk boys were sent to Mars and back to biblical times via the project portals. In the early days, they were... In the early days, as they were perfecting the coordinates, a lot of boys were simply lost, he said. I still have nightmares about it today. I wasn't there when the Montauk chair was shut off, but I felt it like I had suddenly been unplugged from, uh, from the electricity. The end of Montauk Project and the true story of Stranger Things. All of the project's um, experiments finally came to an end in the early 80s. Nichols claimed... When things finally went too far, even for the researchers responsible, Nichols claimed that whatever someone sitting in the Montauk chair envisioned would first appear on a transmitter screen before being manifested. Montauk Project was shut down after Nichols and Duncan Cameron, along with other participants, rebelled against the project when something especially sinister manifested so in like stranger things in season one where um the uh, demogorgon um, appears this is said to this is where that that came from this this very story itself it said that duncan cameron manifested a horrible monster and the only way they could they couldn't get rid of it by turning off the power. They just couldn't get rid of it. And it went around the base killing people and destroying stuff. And uh, but basically, Stranger Things, because um, Stranger Things did get the inspiration for, this, uh, for their show through this. We finally decided we had enough of the whole experiment with, with the conjunct contingency program was activated by someone approaching Duncan while he was in the chair and simply whispering to Duncan the time is now there's so many holes in this story at this moment he let loose a monster from his subconscious and the transmitter actually portrayed a hairy, hairy monster so 
People say Bigfoot comes from this as well. A hairy monster. It was big, hairy, hungry and nasty. But it didn't appear underground in the, in the null point. It showed up somewhere else on the base. How convenient. It would eat anything it could find and it smashed everything in sight. Several different people saw it, but almost everyone described a different beast. Uh, Nichols, uh, Nichols said that he had to. Nichols said they had to destroy all the equipment in order to remove this creature from existence and send it back to its original dimension, or something to that effect. This is clear the inspiration for the similar narrative in Stranger Things, where Eleven summons a monster which similarly goes to wreak havoc. According to Variety showrunners Matt and Russ Duffer, were so inspired by the Montauk project by the original title for their hit Netflix show was simply Montauk. After filmmaker Charlie Kessler filed a lawsuit against the brothers for allegedly plagiarizing his short film The Montauk Project, the setting was changed from Long Island to the suburbs of Indiana. Regardless of the creative squabble with Kessler, the Netflix show clearly relied heavily on Nichols' work. So was there any proof or truth to the Montauk Project story? According to Nicholas, the basement levels of Camp Hero were flooded with, with cement, uh, once all the equipment was destroyed and the project was shut down with anyone involved in the project having their memories of the project suppressed using NK Ultra techniques. The decommissioned facilities at MK Ultra are still standing, however, attracting curious passers by and local townsfolk to this day regardless of what actually happened inside the sage radar facility has become a notable landmark so a lot of people say that they use the the, the massive radar tower the massive sage radar facility as a landmark as a point of reference if they're sailing if they're in their boats rather than the lighthouse it's that big Notable, so they, they use it as a notable landmark for boats sailing around the fork of the Long Island, so it was left standing when the Air Force shut down. The last of its air traffic control operations at the facility in 1984, giving the site an eerie, disquieting, disquieting presence. The military, for its part, has disputed that anything like the montauk project took place on one of their bases in the in the long island or, or on long island sorry but these sort of denials often do little to dissuade peter believers because the uf us government likewise denied their research into mind control and remote viewing with just as much assertiveness as they deny nichols claim I think that's why this story does does um, do a lot in the um, conspiracy field um, because the government has done a lot of this uh, remote viewing 
mind control, LSD, you know, has done so much and so much more. Um, right up until the moment we researched documents on MK Ultra and other similar projects were declassified, while most local uh, while most locals likewise consider the Montauk project story to be a fabrication they aren't entirely convinced by the US military in insistence that the camp hero and the air force station facilities were entirely above board either so that's generally my take on it i don't believe it but i can also see that camp hero um the montauk um camp maybe had some shady shit going on no doubt the stories have been embellished said paul mont um, the president of the local chamber of comments um, but i don't doubt that things went on there in the cold war years even today the base is uh, patrolled and watched they obviously don't want people in there even now i, I don't know i don't know Filmmaker Christopher Gratano, whose documentary The Montauk Chronicles explores the history of the subject and believes that it's important to consider a few um, precedents before writing off the story entirely. The more I research, the more I've begun to believe it is not so ludicrous he said we know there was military interest in the paranormal uh, phenomena project stargate which began in 1978 was later declassified look at whatever psychics could perform rem remote remote viewing mk ultra used vulnerable people like uh, prisoners and prisoners of camp and pensioners and, and disabled people so why is it so far-fetched that orphans or runaway boys um, would be targeted yeah because mk ultra and other projects actually use disabled children um for their researches and um, so yeah it's 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 not a far-fetched story they seem to be they seem exactly the sort of subject that would be easily to take and montauk would be their ideal facility in the winter it's like a ghost town ah, as chilling as these notions are the montauk project and the outlandish story associated with the years uh, associated with it sit squarely within the realm of fiction but will some proof eventually spring forth from the depths of the government's archives in the coming years or decades fraps time will tell if you didn't know i suffer severely from dyslexia <laughs> if you didn't know um but yes so i'm i hope i did that justice i there was a few things i sort of missed um but this story so many holes in this story especially when you get the time travel 
uh, different wormholes to other dimensions and you know Preston's story Beelik's story um, Duncan Cameron's story all sort of if they'd have just took that bit out it might have been if they had took their stories out you know of time travel you know being in other people's bodies um, you know mind control if they'd have just took their stories out this would actually be a believable conspiracy because we know the government the US government and probably all governments around the world have um, experimented in your know, mind control rem- remote viewing uh, physical um, physical um, alter alterations um, telekinesis you know the, they've this they have um, experimented all this and more so I would love in a few years to say oh to see um, the the government has released documents that actually some of this is actually true I would love that but my takeaway is I don't think this is a I think this is a fantastic story it it spawned one of the great shows on Netflix, Stranger Things, but it's just a story. Some of this, some parts of this story could be true, like the the Montauk boys. That could actually be true. Um, and I'm, I'm not saying that Nichols was a bad person, but there is a lot of evidence to show that he was. I am saying he's a bad person. Sorry because um, he took advantage of vulnerable people hopefully not the young people but he took advantage of young men who who were basically he he could deprogram these montauk boys who came to him in the in the came to him seeking help and the only way he could he could deprogram was touching them while they were in an aroused state of mind and that was his way of deprogramming these poor young men but yeah so on on that I'm gonna have to say I don't think this story is true I again parts of his story I would love to say yes this is true parts of his story I would love to say yes this is this is true and I'm I'm like yes like the time travel I love that I would love that to be true um creating other things just using my, your mind I would love that to be true but the things what are probably true are the government um, abducting children and using them for nefarious purposes it's not come out it, again this is still a story the military come come out and say this you know we have nothing to do with this camp hero is a national park now um so people can go there there is parts of the park that are locked off to people um i didn't talk about the m uh, the montauk monster which was a weird looking animal that was washed up on the montauk beach it sort of looked like a hairless dog slash with a beak and a couple of weird legs um, so people wasn't wasn't sure what it was um, maybe it was just a shaved dog or a raccoon 
Um, but there is an island near Montauk called Plum Island, which is a research facility for animals. So who knows? They could be researching animals, doing horrible stuff to animals over there. Um, but other than that, I don't believe in this story. I think it is fiction. I could, like I said, I I would love quite a lot of this to be true, but I don't think it is. Um, let me know your thoughts in the comment section. Shoot me an email. Let me know your thoughts. I would love to hear them and read them. Um, let me know your thoughts if there's something you want me to research, have a look at, um, to talk about on to on on the show. Let me know. I look into anything you guys send me. Um, that would be awesome. Let me know your thoughts. Um, could the military and the government have actually done this sort of thing? Um, we know they with remote viewed. Um, we know they mind control. We know they fed LSD to their very own personnel and children. Um, we know they done horrible, horrible crap. Still, this it it doesn't give this story any. It, it still it doesn't help this story it's just a story at the end of the day um, but anyway i'm gonna get out of your hair um i hope you have a brilliant rest of your day hope you enjoyed this show if you did please hit that follow button and please leave me a review that would be awesome if you didn't like the show i thank you anyway for listening I've been your host, Rare Eddie One. This has been Rare Eddie One Talks, episode 28, Montauk Project. A government cover-up or a twisted story that spawned the Netflix show Stranger Things. I will see you in next week's episode. Stay naughty, stay rude, but more importantly, stay fucking filthy. Peace. Peace.